All right, for those of you who are tuning in by way of an after-the-fact recording, um, I hope that this has some, well, I, first of all, I hope it has some kind of meaning to those who are here in the room. That's job one. But I hope that uh, as this recording proceeds, you'll get a little bit of encouragement and uh, maybe some practical steps on how to tighten up songwriting. Or um, uh, Not only am I just a fairly undisciplined fellow, but I set these things up um, in a way where we can just kind of see what, what's going to unfold, what kind of songs you brought, what we can work on, what questions you might have. Um, and so uh, anyway, uh, my name is Bob Bennett, as you know. And uh, so, first of all, how many of you have songs that you think you might want to, uh, to throw out there today? I know Asher does, you do. Three? Okay, at least three. That's good. And um, are the rest of you, um, well, tell me a little bit about yourself in terms of what you, are, are you, do you write songs currently? Are you thinking about doing it? Have you dabbled with it in the past? You just want to get a little better. What, what's kind of your story as to, as to, as your interest in songwriting? I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> writing songs uh, off and on, mostly off uh, guitar uh -huh. uh, for the last 20-ish years, but more recently I've been playing guitar consistently, so I've got starting to embrace more songwriting as a craft, and um, yeah, so that, that, yeah, that's what I've had. Okay. Asher, you've been playing since you were... Yeah, I've been playing guitar since I was nine. Um, I've always... Just for the heck of it, how old are you now? I'm 18. Okay, all right. lyrics and finishing things so i'll come with come up with a riff i'll come up with chord progression but as soon as i have to say anything i don't know what to say that whole finishing thing is i've had uh, i've had songs that i've i've had the idea for the song and i, I it wouldn't be like 15 years of continuous effort that would be i'd have a hard time selling that but i will revisit things intermittently over the course of years until i finally figure out how to do them I have one song in particular where it, it literally, from idea to finished song was a 20-year gap. And and it wasn't, again, it wasn't like I, I worked continuously and put in 20 years worth of effort. That would be an utter misrepresentation of how it all went down. But I guess I just needed to live a little longer, experience a little more, uh, get a little further down the road for me to solve the problem. Um, with me... It's interesting. I initially started writing songs with my guitar in my hand. And I know that I think Paul Simon, at least, I mean, he probably has half a dozen different ways or more that he does. But I, I remember hearing him say once that he would he would play the guitar and sing words and nonsense syllables and whatever and kind of get a groove going. And then he would start to hang the words on that. That used to be me. Um, now, what has happened in the last 25 years or so is ideas. When I have ideas that kind of cross in front of me, whether it's conversations that I have or something that keeps cropping up, you know how when you buy a particular model of car, all of a sudden you see them all over the highway. When I have things like that in my mind that are rolling across my attention span, at a certain point I will say, you know, there must be a song in this somewhere. There's a reason why I keep 
revisiting this over and over and over again. Where is is there a song there? And so I'll, I'll have a tendency to write down lyrics and then apply music later. And um, so uh, anyone, I'm sorry, I just realized I just interrupted my own train of thought in terms of <laughs> in terms of your song or anyone else. I know you were telling me earlier that you write poetry primarily. Yeah, I'm the exact opposite. I write incessantly, but like coming up with melodies and stuff is, is the, that's where I get tripped up. Have you two met? No. I know. <laughs> Now, this is my own particular bias. So let me say that again. This is my own particular bias. I feel like the, if you can get a set of lyrics, I think that's the most important thing because it's not that music is interchangeable, but I think that a great lyric will then lead the way to you finishing and making it a better song with a melody. Um, so I, I, you know, I'm always telling people fight, you know, fight to get the lyrics and then everything, you know, if it's meant to be a song, it'll, it'll eventually kind of fall into place and you'll get, you'll get the rhythm of it. You'll kind of figure out what it's supposed to sound like. Um, anybody else in terms of your experience or your appreciation of songs, what has led you to that? Justin, how, just for the heck of it, since I got you here, exhibit A, when did you start playing music? How young were you? I was 10. That seems to be kind of, 9 or 10 seems to be the magic age, doesn't it? Yeah, I started writing when I was 14. But it's the opposite of you guys, where my grandpa was a poet. He was the pastor of our church. He would write these poems in song form. Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. And then I would put melodies that I was hearing all throughout the night throughout the world. I was a swimmer, so I would hear melodies in the water, under the water. So sometimes I would sit at the bottom of the like, <laughs> <laughs> like that? that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was kind of one of those weird kids where my mom was like, uh, what are you doing? And I'd be playing something that I just was hearing just out of the air. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then, but I never knew what to do with it until my grandfather, when I was four, he said, he's like, hey, can I write some lyrics to this melody that you made up? And, and that was our first song. And so, so I'm more of a melody guy. I can, I can, I'm okay with lyrics. I can jump in there every once in a while. But my strength in Nashville was bringing a strong melody that would catch somebody's attention and yep. kind of hook them in. And then having a great lyricist was always a dream for me because I'm like, oh, they'll do all the heavy lifting <laughs> yeah. and I can just be weird and listen to the sound of the trees and have a melody. Now, through. here's a question. In your listening to music, was there a particular artist or a particular tipping point where it's like, I really like this song morphed into what a great, well-written song this is. It's not, just the sound, it's not just the sound of good vibrations. It's not just the sound of a Beatles record. It's look at the lyrics to Eleanor Rigby. Look at the structure of the song. It, was there a particular artist or a tipping point or something for you where that you started paying attention to, what, to the song itself? Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder and his use of chords and harmonies. 
I know. I worked in a record store when all those, when Talking Book and Intervisions and all that stuff came out, I worked at a record store. There's no way for me to overestimate how fast those records flew off the shelves. And those, I mean, those records, okay, so the, in, I, those records are about 50 years old now, yeah? They still sound so good. Oh my gracious me, they sound great. And he did a lot of the drums and stuff himself and producing and, you know, yeah. It's like, I am not worthy. <laughs> Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone, any, uh, any reaction to like sort of when you, when you became aware of the, of, of the, the strength of the song itself underpinning a great records? Pardon me? Taylor Swift. Yep. songs was the first that I played on guitar and it was like the same four chords over and over again and just the most amazing lyrics and I was like, well, this is like, Magic. Yeah, there are writers like that. Um, I know writers. I okay. I think, I think Jackson Brown's lyrics are miles above his writing, his music writing. Now his music writing is not bad, and he's actually quite good at it. He plays piano, he plays guitar. He's got memorable songs. If you get somebody who knows his body of work and you hum the first four or five notes, you know. But the lyrics are so highly developed that it's 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 hard it's hard not to to see the primacy of his lyric writing and when you're looking at his songs you know so um all right why don't we do this uh, my thought here's how i do this is i i like to to listen to your songs and first of all it's one man's opinion there's no, there's, I have no magic hotline to greatness or anything like that. It's one guy's opinion. So when we start messing with your song and say, well, why don't we do this or why don't we do that? You can always go back to square one. You can throw out everything and bring it back to the, to the place that you have it. Um, but the reason that I like to do this with your songs is to me, that's the most sensible way to say, well, in verse two, what about this rhyme scheme? Or, in, or the, maybe the bridge needs to come this here. And instead of talking in abstracts about rhyme schemes and bridges and, and repeats and all that, we, we sort of take what you're doing and see if we can't apply some of that to, to, what, um, you know, to what we're hearing. So, um, Asher, will you go first? I do. Yeah, I, like I do. Are you kidding? Yes. We've, we've dined together. We're close now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can put you in the spotlight either way. Chair's good. Now the hot seat's good enough. <laughs> so it's kind of funny that I'm not like either of you guys with the lyrics, but I'm not even like you, Justin, uh, with the melodies. Melodies are hard for me also. What, what a... What seems to naturally come to me is like riffs and chord progressions. And that's why I love Stevie Wonder and his chord progressions. Yes. Um, so this, I have completed a couple songs. And so I'm not going to play those because I think they are complete and don't need to be worked on. But this song is something that, something that I tried starting with lyrics. I was on a walk, as I will say in the song. And I, <laughs> I had an idea. I was just, I was just, uh, just captured with the vision of, the nature all around me and how beautiful it was and um, just the the exuberant feeling that I get from uh, a new morning and so I went back 
I just wrote down some lyrics and I just, and I, yeah, mostly started with the lyrics. So that's why I would like to work on this because those aren't necessarily my strong suit. And it's also not a complete song either. It's just a verse and a pre-chorus and a chorus. So, which I guess it could be a complete song depending on how you look at it, but it doesn't feel like one at the moment. So I'll well, just it's what I always better to overwrite and toss stuff than it is to be then it is to say that song could have used another verse yeah, you know so I'm, I'm always like leave it on, you know have an overabundance and then leave it on the cutting room floor that's my that's my strategy anyway I mean, that, that's not the gospel it's just my opinion yeah <laughs> no, I'm not thinking about what you're saying Sorry. I'm trying to make sure I remember all the lyrics oh okay I actually haven't played this in a while okay song was playing from the trees It caused me to look up And I saw the sun shining through the leaves And I thought to myself This has gotta be worth every Okay, now, just on that one snippet, I'm thinking the title is Brighter in the Morning, but what's your title for it? Or do you have one? I guess I don't have a title. The tentative thing that I was calling the voice memo was just morning. Okay. Okay, give me, um, since I don't have a lyric sheet in front of me, give me, give me your first four lines quoted. Okay. I was on a walk one morning. My favorite song was playing from the trees. It caused me to look up, and I saw the sun shining through the leaves. Okay. So I'm trying to think if you say, maybe just for the heck of it, um, what you might say is instead of just one morning, random morning, like any other morning, maybe it's this morning, you know, you know, uh, um, and maybe you don't, maybe you don't even say I, I for a walk this morning, my favorite song was playing in the trees. You know, then, then you, anytime you can remove, uh, anytime you can take I out until you absolutely need it so that you don't overdo the eyes. Like and that. that's just a question of, that's just a question of, of uh, and that's just housekeeping. It's not wrong. It's just housekeeping details to tighten things up. No, yeah, I like so, um, out on so, a walk this yeah, out, out for, out on a walk, out on a, out for a walk this morning, out on a walk this morning. My yeah. favorite song is playing in the, playing in the breeze. Playing from the trees. Playing from the trees, I'm yeah. sorry. No good, and you're fine. And then the next line is? Uh, it caused me to look up. Now that one's kind of awkward. Now maybe you say, I couldn't help but look up. 
or I had to look up or it made me look up. Um, it caused me to look up as something that you might say in conversation, but it doesn't sound real singable. Yeah. So, but, but always, but never, never uh, beat yourself up over the statement of what you're trying to get at, because you can always figure out a way to get there a little more elegantly once you have the idea of what you want to say. So, so if you're, if this, if your favorite song is playing through the trees, well, it really caused you want to look up, find out where it's coming from. So, um, so that maybe that's one way to approach it. What's the next line after that? And I saw the sun shining through the leaves. Um, yeah, that's that's what I, I saw. You know, I saw the sun, or the or the bright sun was, or, or you could just say the bright sun was shining through the leaves. Mm, yeah, um, you get rid of one more eye again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save your eye for when you really save your eye for when you can't help but say it. If you can't formulate the line without an eye, then it probably needs to stay. If you can say it without the eye, I would say, here, I always make every word and every syllable and everything earn its keep, which means that I'm constantly trying endless variations of the same thing and then naming a winner. It's like giving out a Grammy to a line or something. You know, it's like, and the winner is, I couldn't help but look up or, you know. And, but that's because you've got eight different versions of that line in one or another, and you've, because, I mean, I know that there are people who are much smarter than I am uh, about this, but isn't, isn't, isn't it, isn't that, it's one of those cliches that's so cliche, it's true, that a sculptor simply takes a block and then chips away everything that isn't Michelangelo's David, right? In other words, they're chipping away everything that isn't the figure they're looking for. Same thing with songs. You, you lay out all the lines, and then you chip away everything that is not absolutely earning its keep. I love that. Yeah, thanks. So, yeah, with me, I find my problem is like, I don't want to change it after I write it down. It's like, because lyrics, are, it's such a chore for me to write lyrics. It's like, I'm just going to do it. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, I'm done, right? But then, yeah, that's not how I should well, look at it. Well, and the other thing is like, for instance, this song as written sounds like a diary entry. But then, when, but then, when you want to make when you want to make the switch over to lyric, then you want to to make it less of almost it less of almost like a third person description of what I did, and more of an interactive where people are where where the way that you state it is people begin to take that walk with you as you're starting as you're starting to describe the walk, people are starting to walk with you in that in that verse. So that's. I think that's great, though. I think I love it. Thank I you. love it. <laughs> and now, okay, now get, let's get to the chorus part because mm -hmm. I, I shot my mouth off about brighter in the morning being the hook, but that may I, that may not be it. Okay. Uh, we sleep. In, you want just the lyrics? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. No, that's fine. Go ahead and give me the music again for that second part. When sleep is escaping your grasp. Okay, so since now I okay, this is where I'm going to show my old guy bias. I'm unless I make an artistic decision to do otherwise, I am Mister Pry the Rhyme Scheme out of my cold dead fingers. I'm one of those structure guys unless there's a real solid reason not to do it. Now let's set set that bias aside and say you're not rhyming grass with anything, so there may be another way to say it. When, when, 
<laughs> in other words, when you say when sleep is escaping your grasp. Uh, well, yeah, when when sleep. Oh, when there's no escape from sleeplessness, well, sleeplessness is a little clunky. Uh, when sleep. What's the next one? Out of your hand. Uh, and when night feels longer than forever. Yeah, now, okay, that's the money line for me. What a great, I love that line. You know, you do a thing with that line, you're fine. You're absolutely fine. That's a great line. Um, Okay, so when sleep is escaping you, is, is sleep. Or you could just say, you know, when sleep, when sleep won't. Or, or you can ditch sleep and talk about slumber. Um, nah, I, <laughs> you know. It, it, um, What's the original line? When sleep is escaping your grasp. Uh, I took a, uh, a songwriting seminar class with Beth Nielsen Chapman. I don't know if you know who she is. Wonderful naturalist songwriter and uh like elton john like recorded one of her songs and you know he's just, she's one of she's and whenever she sees lines that seem like they're a little overreaching in terms of what you're trying to say and you're not maybe as direct as you need to be now sometimes sometimes you're looking for absolute directness other times the best way to say something is a little bit indirectly but when something like that comes down she'll she'll say right in the middle of the class she'll be doing something she goes I smell a songwriter. I smell songwriter. And that's when that's when you hear a line come by and you can kind of see that you're you're distracted by the wheels turning of the attempt at craft than you are by the thought that you're trying to get to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little bit like a boom camera hanging down on the top of the frame. <laughs> it just kind of wrecks the whole <laughs> you know, it just kind of wrecks the whole thing. So so let's think about this. And and again, I'm not uh, I'm not wagging my finger. I'm saying, but let's, no, when really sleep, when, how would we say this? How, let's, let's, let's brainstorm collectively. When you can't sleep, what's, a, what's an elegant way to describe that? Not elegant as in fancy schmancy, but elegant as in, well, yeah. Oh, oh you know what? Um, oh, you know, okay. When the, you can say when there's only tossing and turning. When the night, when the night, see, what's the next line? And when the night feels longer than forever. Yeah, yeah. So when it, when it's nothing but tossing and turning or, or it's, uh, um, when it's, uh, when it's, uh, when they're, when they're, what is it? Oh, see, okay. I like, see? Got to some internal rhyming. I like that. It, it never, you know what, um, I have no mathematical proof for this. But anything you can do structure-wise, even if the audience has no nary a clue as to what you've done, anything that you can do structure-wise to tighten up a song makes their grasp and apprehension of that song, um, <laughs> or, or the tossing and turning in the night. That's what I meant to say. No, their, their ability to hear the song is, is they got a lot better shot at it. Yeah. The more you do behind the scenes that's unknown and unseen, they're going to appreciate it. The other thing that I said in the seminar earlier today, which was a comment that actually belongs here, um, when you're doing worship music, you've got, you've got repetition sometimes within the song, and you have the notion that this song may be sung next week or at the Wednesday Bible study. It becomes a familiar part of your worship language. 
new musical language. If you're a singer-songwriter guy and you're going to sing this song, you've got four minutes to deliver it once. It has to be understood on the first listen because you don't have, unless somebody buys your album and plays it over and over because they just love you and love the song, until you get to that moment, you've got whatever time you've got in front of them to, to communicate what you need to communicate. So, um, but I like, what was, okay, now what was your idea again about the, the, Like internal rhyme, uh huh. And sleep won't come without a fight. So when sleep won't come without a fight, that's kind of how I'm picturing the rhythm. Yeah. Then when night, it's like it's a little too close, like because night lands right on the downbeat. Okay, so well, what is the second line? When the night feels longer than forever, don't forget to remember. Uh, uh okay, so maybe when when sleep won't come without a fight. When long, I was trying to figure out a way to invert it. I was trying to figure out a way to invert it. I was trying to figure out a way to protect your longer than forever thought and still get night at the end. But yeah. it, it, we might wind up, we might wind up fighting for a rhyme scheme that's going to make you sound incoherent just because we got the unsellables to work. That's the other thing is, is you have to be careful that when you when you obey all the rules and you got your fine A B C B rhyme scheme altogether, you have to make sure it's sensible and it's how real people talk. You, it, a rookie mistake in songwriting is when you invert, you know, through the door I will go, and, uh, you know, and then love I will know. And, you know, you know people, people don't talk like this unless you're writing an Elizabethan, you know. Yoda talks like that. Exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah, you know, the, the Yoda gambit. <laughs> There's no sleeping or slumber when the night is longer than forever. Something, mm. something remember. I can't remember the other one. I don't know if that's too much ER though, but when the it night might work. Uh, the second line again that I really like is when the night feels longer than forever. Okay. Oh, the other thing I do. In the absence of a rhyme dictionary, take a legal pad and write all your consonants in a row down. And then when you have a rhyme, you simply go down the line of consonants and look for the word or the ending of a word that might lead you through the door to the word that you're looking for. It's a cheap trick, but it works really well. Or you mentally go through your consonants. So if you're looking for ever, then it's, you know, ever, 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 ever. No, it's not going to be, you know, it's going to be hard to rhyme forever. Yes. Can I ask a question that's uh, a different angle on the song? So it sounds like in the beginning you're speaking first person perspective. I went through this something, right? And then it, the chorus, or yeah. second part, sounds like speaking to you, second person. So what's the justification for how you're shifting the lens there? What what, what are you aiming towards? That's a good word. That's that's an absolutely good word. Well, uh, I don't really struggle with sleeplessness, <laughs> so I was I was kind of speaking to. Uh, but for purposes of this song, yeah. you just might. <laughs> just might have to. Huh? Well, you know, your point is very well taken, and that, that actually escaped my notice, which just proves how not infallible I am. Uh, 
No, but yeah. When you when you change tenses or perspectives within the song, you got to make darn sure that's on purpose. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because one of the rookie mistakes is to do I and then you and then we and then he and and you're kind of all over the place. Now this happens sometimes in worship songs and you get away with it because you have some I things going on and then you have some he things going on. And that's that's a change in tense that if it's done well and sensibly, we're all familiar with how that works. But you're absolutely correct. In a song lyric, you want to kind of pick a lane and stay in that lane in terms of who's singing the song. And, and I, I think, Anytime I try to tell anybody something, I want to make sure that I, this is my bias. I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm, I deliberately am doing it and I'm doing it with the non-finger wagging way, or I'll just switch it to myself. So for instance, your chorus, what was the chorus again? When sleep is escaping your grasp, when the night feels longer than forever, don't forget to remember. Okay, so... So you could just change it to I. When 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 I can't sleep through the night, when um, when the when when it's when the you know when I when I can't sleep, when when all I do is toss and turn, and the and the night seems to last forever, I need to remember. I need to. You know, you just make it an I thing. It's like you're speaking to yourself. You're giving yourself. It's it's the it's the be calm, my soul. You know, psalmist yeah. kind of thing. You're kind of talking. You're giving yourself a talk. A you don't even have to change the third line. You can just say, don't forget to remember myself. Yeah. Don't forget. Yeah. 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 I like it. Um, do you have any... Well, I could probably figure that out on my own. Do you just have any ideas off the top of your head for like how to approach a second verse? Okay, so uh, this um, is one of those where... Give me, the, give me the whole thing again. Either sing it or quick it, and then we'll try to figure out where we... Let's figure out collectively where we can go from here. What? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's do the lyric change. Out on a walk this morning. My favorite song was playing from the trees. I couldn't help but look up. That's how my, uh, the sun was shining through the leaves And I thought to myself This has got to be worth every evening breeze When sleep is escaping my cries That doesn't really work. No, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Okay, let's put one line on gentle trial to make sure it belongs there. And if not, let's figure out what we should do. The line that you have about it's worth the evening breeze. Yeah. Tell me the thinking behind that. If you were to expand that one line into a couple sentences, what are you getting? Yeah, for sure. The thinking is that I don't like being cold and feeling the warm sun in the morning uh -huh. is... is 
I was, I was, I was, I think my thought process, I was also kind of like playing with seasons a little bit, uh-huh. like, or that's what I was thinking about on my next, um, on my next verse is like, yeah, the winter is cold, but it's worth it for the summer and the sun. That's kind of what I was thinking. Um, well, no, wait a minute. Now, maybe. It kind of reminds me of C.S. Lewis talking about how the, before his wife died, like the joy is richer now because of the pain that's coming. And it's almost like that brightness is richer because you know that it cost you the coldness. Mm. I don't know. I, now, I'm not, a, I'm not an autumn guy because I live in Southern California. We don't have it. <laughs> I've actually outlawed it. Um, but I wonder if you could say if the if the sun is shining down through the leaves I wonder if you could say like like autumn is worth the cold autumn is worth the winter to follow or I I mean I don't know is there some way to sort of get it get at what you're is there another way to get at that thought I'm not sure what it is Yeah, then there should be probably. You're, we're talking about the pre-course, right? And this has got to be worth every evening breeze. Yeah. Um, well, now when you say I'm, I'm being very, very picky and minutiae now. When you say this is worth it, it's what I'm experiencing. The present moment is worth. Yeah. That. Now, by worth it, you mean that it's that I'll I'll put up with the cool evenings that I'm not fond of all day long as long as I get to have the morning like this. I'll, 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 I'm trying to figure I think it's, it's along the, it's along the same vein as the chorus, which like, when you have a sleepless night, remember the morning, uh-huh. when you have a cold evening. So when I was younger, I would get really anxious during dusk time. If I was, I was away from home, I would just like get this knot in my stomach. Um, doesn't happen anymore, thankfully, but I guess, uh, I think I was also kind of speaking from that place, like. For me, like, people ask you if you're a morning person or a night person, right? Energy-wise, I'm a night person. I'm kind of sluggish in the morning. But for my mood, for my emotions, you know, like, just in general, it feels like the world's going to end in the evening if, like, everything seems all right in the morning. Okay. But that's how it used to be. Okay. I, I don't know that we helped any. I know. I, think. I have one little thought about sure. the chorus because I want that first line, even the cadence, maybe to pack a little more punch. Grain of salt, right here. Um, I'll take it. Two little line ideas. What's it? When sleep is escaping. How's the phrasing go? When sleep, when sleep is escaping your grasp. Yeah, that's it. What if the cadence changed? When sleep is out of my reach, or, or when sleep is far out of reach, or when beyond? sleep is beyond my reach, Ooh, I like it. I, like it. I, I was I was getting. So you like the melody, but the the like the so the, the, the cadence of the words is yeah. what you're after. Yeah, and then even words. the word picture too. Of, I bet I'm there. You're you're singing a chorus about me with insomnia. Um, Nothing to worry about there. Yeah, like <laughs> out of my reach. Yes, like I'm. No, no matter how, in my own physical ability, trying to get to that, you know, I 
need this rest. I need to fall asleep. And, you know, I just, I just can't find it. Yeah, but I'm but I'm thinking about the morning. Like, come on, I just the morning will only come. I know, you know, it's first season reach day. So, but that's why it's the the reach piece because I'm reaching for it all the time. But that's the only thing that came to me. It's just something like that. I love it. Trying to take it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thanks. And I love what you were saying about the verse. Just the small things, like making it not sound like a diary entry. That's great. Yeah, so good. But 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 that may be the thing that you need to start with. Yeah. They say that a lot of times, uh, if you've got something to say, uh, sit down and write the story of the song out in a letter, or write it like mm-hmm. a short story, and then start picking and choosing how you're going to say that in the in the in the in the context of a song lyric. So sometimes you're, again, it's a question of cutting away what you don't need and keeping what's essential. Thank you so much. Very good. Next victim. Okay. Let me grab my. We were having breakfast the other night. He said he wasn't a good teacher. Just to be clear on the ground rules, are we critiquing your song? <laughs> <laughs> you can. I'm not above. You know, um, I, it never stops. I've had songs that I've recorded and then been out in a fixed form for years, and I'll still go back and change them. If I, if I figure out a better way to do it, I do it. Do you release them again? Them? No, no, no. I, but I mean, I will sing them differently. If I, can, if I figured out a better way to do it, after it's all said and done, I will sing it differently because it's not scripture, so I can do whatever I want. That's good to hear. I have a song that I released, but I don't think it's necessarily as good as it can be. So I should. funny things that happens to me when I'm recording albums is I'm so happy when I'm on the hunt for something creative when I'm in the right in the middle of it sleeves are rolled up we're in there we're doing it that I actually start writing even while I'm recording the new album and I'll usually write a couple songs during the recording process that we will then add to the album and so um, the last time I did this so I went to uh, the studio is not there anymore but I went up to a friend's a studio in Vancouver, BC, 
And I, they had a little bathroom there and I slept on a futon and to save money, I stayed at the studio. And so I got up and wrote this song one night and we recorded it, so, so. Empty vigil in ink black night I awaken to the same refrain I make no claim to second sight Just the blind following the blind again My stubborn heart always misleads Away from the little light I can see Adrift in the tide of my own misdeeds Wishing I was who I never could be Oh, that I were faithful Oh, that I were true Oh, that I would hear your voice And I would follow I'm easily fooled most of the time But nobody's ever gonna dig too deep We're all in a hurry to somewhere else With distractions and too little sleep I got a list of questions long as my arm And the only second chance I see to live and die without permanent harm As if God can outmaneuver me Oh, that I were faithful Oh, that I were true Oh, that I would hear your voice And I would follow what makes a man hunger for truth? Then ignore what little he understands. He blames it on age, blames it on youth. Props up a dead man with both of his hands. heart will see the glory of God one endless day I pray his spirit will remember me and the stuttering prayers I try to pray oh that I were faithful oh that I were true oh that I would hear your
that I was saved for. What's the name of that song? Uh, Faithful. One of my few one-word song titles. <laughs> I know the kids do that a lot, but... Okay, uh, anyone else? Oh, no, I'm just, <laughs> just goofing around. Um, anyone else have a song that they'd like to bring to the floor? Oh, no, 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 no. Do you need a guitar? Do you want this guitar? Sure. Hang on just a second. Let me retune it. I'm in Dad Gab, you guitar geeks. Or drop D, I guess, right now. But. Maybe more than you do. I was thinking I might go with the Tennessee one since we have Justin here. <laughs> but. I'm not a guitarist and I'm not a singer. That's okay. I just love words. And I feel like over the last few years, they've kind of eluded me quite a bit. So I came here to be inspired again. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a great place. <laughs> you're just telling me this you know he told me like prepare a song so I had prepared actually a song that I wrote for him on our wedding day um, but then when he told me we were going to Tennessee I thought he was going to like have me do like a round robin or something silly you know so I wrote a song for Tennessee um, but then yeah two hours before okay I just haven't played it since like January so anyways but the last time I had been to Tennessee was um, March of 2020, right before the hurricane came. We were actually flying out the day of the hurricane and oh, all those wow. people died, and it was really sad. So anyways, I just kind of sang a song about, kind of started with that and morphed into something else that I might get the chords wrong. So please edit this out. Oh, no, no worries. <laughs> you, this is a friendly crowd here. Okay. Last time I was in Tennessee was back when March of 2020 Got a show at the Grand Ole Opry And the sky turned cold in the air Blue, bold, and windy We lost 25 lives Too many And the sky It cried and cried That night And we mourned for those We loved who died Never knowing What was coming Down and found a th 
love spread was always the first two years. And the riots grew and the churches shrank back and non-essential people owed the bank back as they could pay in tears. And the schools all closed and mamas cried and we mourned for those we loved who died of the illness treatment drugs or suicide it was not that time My first thought is there may be like three songs in this one song, which is not a bad thing. I mean, it's not it's not a bad thing to have an overabundance of material. Part of me thinks that that you might run. I'm just I'm spitballing it. No, I love it. You might run with the idea of it starts off with the the storm mm -hmm. and the loss of life on the storm. The storm could be the metaphor for the whole sequence of events, including COVID. Yeah. When there's a storm on the horizon and we're hunkering down and we're afraid and, you know, and it's dark and it's, you know, um, you may be able to carry that imagery over in and have it tie together all of the all of the scenes of the story. That's a great idea. Um, so that it doesn't. It needs it needs something that makes it look less like a news ticker, right. with a bunch of with a bunch of with a bunch of things thrown together that you that you that that you're making, and if you can figure out a unifying factor that will tie those you know together. Um, you also uh, you also something you might be able to play with is you talk about the loss of life and the hurricane and the loss of life from COVID. Um, you may even be able to extend that loss of life into just people who are, who are, are uh, uh, this is way overly dramatic, but almost like dead men walking. Yeah. It's like yeah. we have lives, but we're not as alive as we used to be. We exist, but we're not as alive as we used to be. Um, you know, and, and uh, so, you know, you're saying you're mourning for those who we lost. We're mourning for those who we lost. And then you could say there are people whose spirit is broken, whose who they're discouraged, their hope is gone, and 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 and, and while we're looking in the mirror to see if that might be us, we're also mourning for those who are lost. Oh, 
you know, you, you may be able to have, a, have your cake and eat it too right. in terms of that, that part of it. Any other, does that, I don't even know if that's right. People we lost before mourning for the people that are living and still and lost. Still lost. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there, there's more than one way to lose a person. Death is the most final and the most dramatic, and let's face it, it's the big kahuna. But it's possible to be lost and not living very well, like now, like here. It's like you have a heartbeat, but not a heart. <laughs> and, uh-huh. You know, it's and 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 the the pitfall that you always have when you're trying to write about this is you want to keep it out of greeting. And you haven't done this, but I'm just saying this is my caution: is you always want to kind of keep it out of greeting card territory, because it's possible to have a sincere song that says a lot of good stuff, but if you say it in a way that feels like I could have got this from Hallmark, then you don't want that. So your challenge is to always, you know, the, that's the biggest challenge is to make sure you, you, you find that real sweet spot between a direct communication and something that is not, um, anyway, I'm, I'm, that's not very well formed, but you know where we're going. Just to the, you know, frame it at the end. I was trying to go with the mourn for loss, but I like the mourn for, for the not quite lost, but for all intents and purposes of love. Yeah, these, these things that are happening, <clears throat> that's the big thing. I mean, I think that's the big scandal of our time is that we have, we have lots of existence, but not but the quality of life and, and how we treat each other and how we express ourselves and stuff is all, is, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's every generation's prerogative to go, yeah, we're going to hell on a handbasket. It's the worst it's ever been. But I, I, I suspect this is a whole new level of despair that we haven't seen for a while. You know. Yes. Yeah, I, I had a thought. I mean, I thought that the, the, like, the middle of the song was gold. It was amazing. Um, and I think that the, yeah, the beginning and the end, like, I know it's like hard to, like, I don't like editing lyrics, right? So it's, and, and I, I feel like I have a kind of this, like, like you said, you have a lot of material in there. And I go through the same thing where like I start on one subject and I morph subjects. And so what he was saying, sorry, this is gonna be like a lot of thoughts and more, but what he was saying about the idea of the storm and the idea of mourning for people who are lost, I think that's good, and I think that came from the best part of the song. And I also feel that with a pretty happy-sounding chord progression, that those kind of lyrics would help balance it out okay. if, if that became more of the centerpiece of the song. And so I'm just basically echoing what he said in a different angle. Um, but yeah, I, I, the other thing I was going to ask is you had two places that like I guess I would call kind of choruses where the chord progression changed. Do those two places have the same lyrics? Or because um, you started on G and went to A and then you stayed on D for two bars. I don't really know. Okay, that's <laughs> not okay. A, not a good chorus. But do you mean like, um, like in the when the melody went kind of further up? Okay, and we and the schools all closed and mamas cried and no one was left to cry. Is that what you mean? Like 
heavy illness treatment drugs or suicide. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You had another, you had two sections with right, that. Right, so the right? other one was like, and the sky had cried and cried, but I'm not sick anymore. Yeah, so I was kind of okay. kind of trying to latch onto that as maybe like a chorus, but I don't think it okay. actually is. I don't, so never mind about I that. I think it kind of acts as like a, something, something of a pre-chorus like or a something of like a bridge. But. Bridge, but it doesn't quite go into the chorus. Sure. So yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to think about like if we want to bring more right. unity to a song, having a right. repeated set of the lyrics somewhere that acts as a chorus, but I think that right. would be better on the other chord, the main chord progression. Okay. Thank you for that. Thank you for your feedback, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Did you want to <coughs> well, say, yeah, you have um, uh, acts one and two of your song are expressing mournfulness, sadness over world events, etc. cetera. Uh, and then it seemed like the third act was our hope is in Christ. Right. Right. Maybe uh, consider sprinkling <coughs> dashes of that hope as you're going along, but maybe with a question or like a yearning, something like where is our hope and all of this cloudiness and darkness, so that at, when you do get to the third act, there's a lot it's of relief. It's got the segue already. And it's coherent okay. throughout, you know, but you're not explicitly throwing Telling it at us. You're, you're asking us to think it through and yearn for the hope along with the song. Oh, I like that. That's awesome. All right. Thank you. Okay, what next? What do you think? Do you want to? Sure. All right. Come on, talk. You better walk. Come on over. Thanks for doing this, too. Oh, man. I don't have enough opportunity to get some feedback. not to introduce your songs in advance but oh this one we, uh, you can do it it's open season here whatever you'd okay. like <laughs> uh, a, a friend of mine matt shared his life testimony and it was filled with so much pain and evil um that i didn't know what to do with it so i got home and i wrote why well, i worked on this here um so what i'm I'm telling a story. It would be from his perspective. That would be my, that was my way of processing what he went through. So it starts out with I. <laughs> but, uh, but, but you're speaking. Not, you're speaking in his voice. In his voice. Okay, yeah. got it. I haven't yet sang this for him. I'm hoping that I can get to that point where I feel good enough about it. So. And I'm not.
was a little boy, she was a little girl, needing a father's hand to guide her. This was a vile
why put my own hand to the aims I would steal affection from nameless women from anyone I chased and I chased but no one chase was I the greater darkness through my own got all that in and my goodness it's beautiful that was all his imagery everything that he's there is wow <clears throat> i mean I, I think just in terms of sheer structure and this is, has nothing to do with the content or with the guy or the story that needs to be told you know you, you'd have to tighten up a few things i think to make to make them a little and and it's it's a very tricky and risky thing to say some of the things that you're saying 
in any format, but especially in a song lyric. So we, if I were co-writing with you, I'd want to revisit every scene, every line, and figure out It's such a tricky thing because you, you want to tell the story in such a way to where people don't get stuck in the first minute of what you've sung and don't hear the, the next three minutes. And it's so direct and so shocking, as it should be, by the way, that I, I found myself trying to figure out, like, how do I... How do I integrate what he's told me in the beginning of the song, which is just, I mean, there's lots of evil, but this is like one of the big ones. This is like, this is, I mean, and even, and even in our culture, I, I mean, like, don't get me started on how it, we've at, we're actually trying to, we're actually trying to somehow demystify and deescalate child molestation. Now that's how perverse and horrible we are in our generation. But so I, do you hear what I'm saying? I'm not criticizing. I'm saying I want to make sure that the way that you tell the story where people are with you along the way and not like completely gutted in the first minute and a half. Now, I don't know how to do but, that. And I don't know how to do, I don't know. And I honestly do not know how to do that yet. I'd have to sit down with the written lyrics and, um, and see. Any, any other comments like that? I'd, any, 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 first of all, it's just brave as all get out that you'd even want to write a song like that. And I, I think it's, I think there's something there to, to be wrestled with. Absolutely. Create, creatively speaking. You're a better man than I am. I don't know that I could, I don't know, I don't know that I could even, I don't know that I could even get there. Yes. Yeah. And um, if you need, like, if you wanted to try exploring different ways of telling the story, you could try more, I don't know, more phrases about hands or, like, about touch, about fingerprints, about being mm -hmm. held, or, like, how that has affected, like, this person that you're telling the story about. And you also have the ultimate irony that would need to be handled very delicately that I'm, in one sense, the hands are the agent of betrayal and horribleness while you're asking for the holy hand of protection and reconciliation to be extended at the same time. That's a juxtaposition. Yeah. So maybe, maybe the, it's... Because that's, I, I've actually said this in concert. I've talked about, I, I'm, I'm going to have a song that I'm, if you don't mind, I'll sing after this in response to that. It just, it just prompts me. I'm not trying to be a smart guy or anything, but, <clears throat> but, um, where was I going with this? Um, oh, I've said that. You know, I don't want to be unfaithful. I don't want to be blasphemous. I don't want to say something that I shouldn't say. But I, like everyone else, I, I hope to be a man of faith. I hope God finishes the thing that he started in me. But I have questions. Ananias and Sapphira get struck dead because they cheated on a real estate deal. 
and a child molester lasts until he's 95. I'm not saying God's not handling it. I'm not saying he's not holy. I'm just saying I don't get it. It's way beyond my pay grade to figure that out. And it's upsetting. It's upsetting to say why are these interventions well known and in place and then somehow we get far enough down the line that our free will trumps all of that. And, and I'm not, you know, I'm not mad at God. I'm just saying I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. Did you? So kind of combining the, the hands, and I'm way outside <coughs> league even talking about this, but it strikes a chord with a, um, there's a guy who writes a Proverbs uh, commentary, and he realizes that in Proverbs he has to talk about righteousness and wickedness so many times that in the front of the commentary, the introduction, he gives the definition so that it settles it. And that's where I'm headed, is that he, he puts out this imagery that the wicked put others at disadvantage for their own advantage. And the definition of righteousness is one who puts themselves at disadvantage for others' yeah. advantage. And it's just that simple picture. But then the concept of the hands is that's exactly what you have. So you, you, you can literally picture Jesus' hands with a hole in it. He put himself at disadvantage for our advantage. So you, you end up with taking that thought of righteousness and wicked, of how wickedness plays itself out. You bring that hand back in the end, but it's the one that's used, being, putting himself at disadvantage for our advantage. And so if that theme then carries it out, then you're looking at that what's right with the world, what's wrong with the world, but it comes with that concept without ever having to say that, because that's where you songwriters are magic. But there's, there's that part of it where I agree with that. You know that, the hands, that is the image. Mm -hmm. But then to take that image and put it into to righteousness and the end, the righteousness is the thing that redeems it all. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing yeah. that. Yeah. Honestly. Gee, many Christmas. Yes. First off, I love the chords. Beautiful chords. That's, that's my jam. So I think the chorus, the melody, the chords, the lyrics, everything about the chorus, who is the hand to save us, I think that's perfect. Personally, that's just my personal opinion. I don't think anything needs to be changed about that. Um, one, like, super tiny nitpicky thing that, like, it's so small that it, like, I feel weird even saying it, but it's just, like, oh, popped out to me, you know? Um, when you were talking about the mother, when she mm -hmm. passed away way too soon, way, way too soon or way too near, something like yeah, that. Yeah, way too soon. Way too soon. That just kind of like, it took me out of the moment. Mm. I would, like the word way specifically. So I was wondering if maybe you could say far too soon. Okay. That's just. Uh, okay. Thank you. Um, I'd like to sing this song just as uh, because I think it may be tangentially related to what you sang. It may not. May, that may just may just be my own folly. But um, um, this song was born out of the notion that despite the fact that forgiveness can come and the slate can be wiped clean and that we're new creatures in Christ, old things pass away, all things become new, seated in heavenly places. We're also operating in a world where consequences are very pervasive. Things that are sown will be reaped. There are things in this life that will not be fixed, that will not be healed. Um, and so what do I do with that? How do, I, how do I take the jurisdiction of a past that is not going to change and cede that territory over to the Lordship of Christ? 
especially the things that have happened where I say to myself, could you not have done this differently? Could this not have been, could this person have been protected differently? Um, you know, what do I do? And so I wrote this song as a prayer to, uh, to give the Lord lordship over all the stuff that we don't want to talk about in polite company. Every harsh word spoken, every promise ever broken to me, total recall of data in the memory. Every tear that has washed my face, every moment of disgrace that I have known, every time I've ever felt a of the here and now, Lord of the come what may, I want to believe somehow that you can heal these wounds of yesterday, so now I'm asking you to do what you want to do, be the Lord of the past, oh how I want you to be the Lord all the chances I let slip by All the dreams that I let die in vain Afraid of failure and afraid of pain Every tear that has washed my face Every moment of disgrace that I have known Every time I've ever felt alone Lord of the here and now Lord of the come what may Oh I, I want to believe somehow You can redeem these things so far away So now I'm asking you To do what you want to do Be the Lord of my Oh, how I want you to be the Lord of the past. Well, I picked up all these pieces and I built a strong deception and I locked myself inside of it for my own protection. And I sit alone inside myself and curse my company for this thing that has kept me alive for so long is now killing me and as sure as the sin rose this morning the man in the moon hides his face tonight and i lay myself down on my bed and i pray this prayer inside my head Lord of the come what may, oh I, I want to believe somehow that you can heal these wounds of yesterday. So now I'm asking you to do what you want to do, 
I know that you can find a way to heal every yesterday in my life. Be the Lord of the past. Oh, be the Lord, be the Lord. Be the Lord of the past. Hope you don't mind me book ending that song with uh, with a little cast. Well, um, is there? We're coming up on three o'clock. We're in the final minutes of our gathering. Any other songs or uh, poet poetry or anything you'd like to to share? The floor is still open. <laughs> if no one else wants to go, I do have one more song that I can't find a closing word for. But if someone else wants to go. I don't know. You sure? Do you, you, do you have anything in a notebook or something? Okay. No, I, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but but you? <laughs> oh, uh, you know what? While we're while we're at it, I'll just uh, spin out my. My, my little philosophy about this. I always draw a very sharp and deliberate distinction between what inspires me to write a song and whether or not the song is done and ready for prime time. Because if you mistake inspiration for achievement, sometimes you're going to be left wanting because the wonderful feelings that the wonderful feelings don't always lead you down the right path in initially. They may get you going. So I look upon songwriting where I've kind of got multiple personality. I've got the idea guy at the beginning. I'm excited. I just want to get it out. It doesn't matter what form. I just need to get it out there. But then at the end of the process, I've got the cranky, old newspaper man, cigar chomping, ruthless editor guy who gets in there and nothing is sacred. Everything can be tossed out. Nothing's good enough. And then because, but that guy will choke the babies in in the nurseries. You know, don't let him up. Don't let him into the beginning of the process. But at the end, where you need the technician, you need the guy to 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 finish the work and to make it a great song. Don't be afraid of that, and don't feel as though you are somehow messing with something that God gave you. Like He gave me a really good gift, and I decided to paint a mustache on the Mona Lisa. That's not what it's about. It's about. It's about the process of taking the inspiration and what inspires you and what you feel called to say and to do and then honing that down to the very best that you can. And, and there's no uh, shame in, in doing the grunt labor that it takes to get that done. It's unglamorous. It's not fun, but it's absolutely essential. The battle is always won on the rewrite as far as I'm concerned. The difference between an okay song and a really great song is whether you were able to slog it out at the end and... And, and make it better, you know, make it better than it was. So it's just a, that's my, that's my story. I love it. So anyway, did you find something? Sure. Um, I wrote one here actually out by the lake a couple, or last month. Um, and it was just like on my mind because this year has just been like full of change for me and like, um, I was like kind of reflecting on how 
on the whole cliche of seasons and how they're associated with change and um, just kind of what we don't think about is like the transition between seasons and how just in nature they look, I mean, <coughs> especially between like winter and spring, there's like melty snow and it's ugly and it's not always pretty to look at like before you get to spring. I don't know. That's kind of just what was going through in my mind. Um, This doesn't really have a title, but I'm somewhere between winter and spring, frostbite and bee stings, the whisper, the whistle of howling winds just before the bird sings. The snow melts into mud in the creeks like blood in my cheeks, runs faster as days turn into weeks. But for a time it's unsightly, it begs to be hidden, as if a moment of change is simply forbidden. I'm one way in the morning, another at noon, oh why can't I be as constant as June? I want to arrive, but I don't know where I am. I want to thaw out, but don't know if I can. I'm frightened of flashes never before seen. No one said there were colors between gray and green. There are brown slimy ponds all laden with pollen. Puddles of pine needles ungracefully fallen. Cracks in the pavement forced wider by ice. Sorrows compiled by much longer nights. I wish I could change as easy as seasons, but even they take their time and I'm sure have their reasons. Yeah. Hello! Okay, just for your name, Holly. That was Holly, you listening on the recording. Absolutely slam dunk, over the fence, great. Okay, you need to go, you need to be encouraged, pick up your guitar when you can, seek out a guy like me to write music with you. And I'm telling you, that was just top notch. Top notch. That that's not just courtesy good. That's dang. That's good. Yeah, that's that's a good closer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for coming and indulging this. And uh, again, the guy who has no agenda, <laughs> me. Thank you for coming and sharing your work and letting us get under the hood of it and let me share a few of my own songs. And I'm available uh, all weekend long. If there's anything you want to talk about buttonhole me grab me sit down with me at dinner I always I don't I don't I don't know a lot of people although I'm getting to know more so come find me and sit down and we'll talk and I'll try not to chew with my mouth open okay okay all right bless you guys thank you